You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our AIB Weekly Market Talk update. It's Tuesday the 13th of July. My name is Cormac Canan from AIB Treasury and I'm joined today by John Fahey, AIB Senior Economist, to discuss the latest market developments. Morning, John. There was a cautious tone to financial markets last week. What was behind this? It was a little bit more cautious, all right. Uh, we saw equity markets uh, under pressure for much of the week, albeit uh, at the end of the week, the losses were relatively uh, modest indeed. A bit of a rally in the S&P on Friday, so it finished slightly higher on the week. But as you say, over the week, though, there was a little bit more caution there, and there wasn't any one specific driver behind it. Although, given that it was a more quiet week in terms of data or central bank news flow, Markets and investors were focusing uh, a bit more on the risks around the COVID-19 variants. And you could kind of couch it in the terms that we've kind of reached the peak of good news to some extent. If you think over the last couple of weeks and months, you know, expectations for global growth have been revised higher. Corporate earnings have generally been uh, better than expected. And the macroeconomic data has been better than expected. So for the large part in terms of the macro news flow, it's been, uh, you know, fairly good news. So maybe we've reached the peak of that level of good news uh, and markets as they turn the corner for the second half of the year are just focusing back now on some of the risks that are there. And obviously front and center of that is variance in relation to COVID-19. And we're seeing increasing numbers regarding the Delta variant uh, in the US and the UK. So let's just focus minds back. So some level of caution on the back of that, although overall in terms of market moves, Equities are only slightly down indeed. As I said, the S&P managed to stay positive on the week. But we did see a downward move in bond yields too, uh, which is also reflective of a bit more safe haven demand out there and a bit more uh, caution uh, from a general sentiment perspective on markets. Thanks, John. The ECB strategy review concluded earlier than expected last week. What were the key takeaways? There was no great surprises from the strategy review. So as expected, uh, they changed their inflation target, which used to be close to but below 2%. Uh, It's now the inflation target is 2%. The second thing they introduced to it is is symmetry. So what this means is that an undershoot or an overshoot of inflation is uh, deemed undesirable. So in other words, they don't want inflation to be below, they don't want it to be above 2% either. So they've introduced symmetry into their target. Third aspect, I suppose, is that uh, they've given a commitment to flexibility and openness regarding non-conventional tools. So we've already, we've seen that over the last while in terms of quantity easing uh, forward guidance. That's so just given a commitment to remain open to using those tools if future uh, economic situations demand it. Uh, but overall, there was no great surprise. And if you compare it to the Fed's updated policy deliberation framework, which they introduced uh, towards the end of last year, it's probably not as, as aggressive. So the ECB has turned more dovish in terms of its policy framework compared to where it was, but not to the same extent uh, in terms of the Fed around. The Fed has been much more open to allowing inflation to run higher uh, if it's not reaching its its employment uh, objective. Uh, But nonetheless, a significant change in the history of the ECB that its policy framework is now more, what you could deem to be more dovish rather than on the more hawkish side, where it has tended to be given where it came out of uh, and in terms of its development. But from a market's perspective, it was very little reaction to markets. As I said, it was pretty much in line with expectations. So futures contracts, it doesn't impact rate hike expectations uh, from the ECB in terms of market expectations around that. Uh, Futures contracts haven't shifted uh, at all in terms of the back of that. So they're still suggesting that the market's not expecting anything uh, from the ECB till the second half of 2023. So 
significant in the short history of the ECB in terms of what they did last week. From a market reaction perspective or versus expectations, no great surprises from what they announced. Thanks, John. Uh, moving from interest rates to currencies, we see that currency markets have um, remained fairly range-bound over the last week or so. Do you expect any change in the near term? No change in the near term. So, you know, as I said, we've talked the last couple of weeks in the podcast about just how range-bound they have been. And, and it's not just in the last couple of weeks or months. Uh, we've mentioned previously Euro dollar has been in that 117 to 123 band uh, since July of last year. And we just saw a continuation last week of, of fairly uh, limited trading. During those bouts of risk aversion last week, though, we did see the dollar and some other safe havens benefit from that, but it was within very modest moves uh, either way. So we don't expect any change. And we're kind of into the period now of a, of a what you might call a summer lull in markets. If you think we've got all the central bank events out of the way for a few weeks now, hit US payroll data, we had it uh, two Fridays ago. So generally speaking, uh, scope for kind of major scheduled macro events over the next couple of weeks is fairly low. So we expect on the back of that fairly range-bound trading again. Now, one thing that could move that is if we did see some more sustained risk aversion on markets, we saw a slight example of that last week, but if that did gather more momentum, then you could see a bit more moves on currency markets in terms of some safe haven demand for the likes of the dollar, the Swiss franc or the Japanese yen. Uh, but what we saw last week was once again fairly modest in terms of the, just the percentage uh, moves in, in, in those key currency pairs. So, you know, euro dollar for much of the week was one of, in a 118 to 119 range and, and euro sterling was in that 85 to 86p trading band for much of the period. Great. Thanks, John. Uh, any data releases of note in the economic calendar this week? So when we look to the calendar from a US perspective, there is some timely releases. We get inflation data for June uh, as well as uh, retail sales and industrial production data for June as well. Uh, from a UK perspective, we get a batch of labour market data later in the week on, on Wednesday morning, uh, which gives us the update for May. Eurozone schedule uh, is very quiet. So in terms of this week's data, there's some important releases, but we don't think they're going to be any major mover from a currency market perspective. But nonetheless, it'll be interesting to get an update uh, on where US inflation is at the moment. And also in terms of the key consumer side of the economy uh, with retail sales figures for June. So it'll tell us where inflation was uh, as we turned the corner for the second half of the year and also what level of spending was going on in the consumer sector in the US economy. But overall, though, from a currency perspective, we don't expect any of those releases to have major directional bearing on the key pairs this week, unless you saw substantial surprises versus expectations. John, thanks for your thoughts and thanks to our customers for listening. To stay up to date on financial markets, please press the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. For those customers impacted by COVID-19, you can find details of AIB's support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.